welcome back to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And we are best friends. We are each other's best friends. We love the TV show Friends. Friends of Friends. Just friends, friends, friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's us. And you are now listening to Season 1, Episode 7, The One with the Blackout. Um, Like we said in our last one, we both love this episode. Love it. Love it. Um, Love it. Well, I I love 90% of it. I bet I know. I don't. I bet I know what part you don't like. Can I guess? Mm-hmm. Sure. The part in the ATM vestibule with Jill Goodacre. I love that part. Oh. I don't like Paolo. Oh, do you know what? I don't dislike Jill Goodacre. I just i I find the ATM vestibule part. I don't know why. Maybe it was just when I rewatched it this time. Like I found it less interesting than what was going on in the apartment. Yeah, I love it. It is funny. I mean, Chandler's hilarious in it. I think I'm annoyed that he doesn't just like act like a normal human and talk to her because she's like alone and bored and like not saying they should like make out and stuff, but like you could have at least like been a normal human and like had interactions, but whatever. That's Chandler. He's not a normal human. (laughs) Yeah. She's a Victoria's Secret model. True. Like it is funny. That is a funny part. Um, I I think I like this episode so much because it's like all the candles and it's so cozy and like, um, do you know what my least favorite part of this episode actually is? What's that? Everyone's turtlenecks. <laughs> like, stop. Stop it. Wear a Henley. Why are they all in turtlenecks? They look ridiculous. That's true. Um, I don't know if you know this, but this episode, the one with the lockout, was part of a whole NBC Thursday night lineup blackout. There was a plot line in Mad About You, I believe, that one of the characters did something and it like tripped the breaker to the whole city. And so all the shows that night had a blackout except Seinfeld because they decided they didn't want to participate, which, you know, kind of rude, but whatever. I guess they're allowed to do what they want to do. Throwing off the vibe, Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I just going to say? Um, so, right. So I know that this blackout was an actual historical event. Mm-hmm. Um, what day of the week did it happen? Because assume it, like I'd assume then that the the Thursday night lineup wasn't the actual night of the blackout because then nobody would be watching TV. Well, I don't think they recorded it in real so time. So it was the blackout like earlier that week or something? Oh, I doubt it. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Is that not how they... <laughs> That's not how TV works. Um, oh. I, I don't know when the New York, I'm sure New York's had a few blackouts to be honest, but nothing that was like citywide like this. Right. Cause it was, I don't know. it wasn't it such a big deal. I don't know. We were living in Florida. We knew nothing. We knew nothing. Um, but yeah, we were just waiting for the Y2K blackout where we were like, is it, is it not? What's going to happen? Never happened. Never happened. Yeah. For those of you who, um, were not, um, you know, like conscious age in, the year 2000, which I met someone the other day. Did I tell you about this? I was at a party at my old, um, my old house and the party was like nineties themed. It was like 99 themed or Y2K themed or whatever. And so we were kind of like, Oh, where were you on Y2K? And this one kid comes in and he's like, not born. And we were like, what? And he was 19 and he, and and right now the year is 2018 and he had never like, I was just oh like, gosh. oh my God, I'm meeting a 19 year old. This is so weird. And, and 
yeah, I was, so we were like explaining Y2K and he did not care, which I guess like, fair enough. It was probably like when our parents were trying to be like back in my day and we're like, ah, don't want to care. Like, don't want to hear about it. That's crazy. But I felt like I was meeting like, um, I felt like I was like at a zoo or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, there's a 19 year old. Like, this is so weird. Yeah, that is crazy. That means he doesn't remember 9-11 either. Um, no, I, I just, oh, well, I mean, he's, a, he's like a New Zealander, so I don't think it was as significant for him, but you're right. No, he doesn't yeah, remember 9-11. But if he was our age in New Zealand. He'd still remember it. He still yeah, remember but I don't it. Yeah. think it would be like, where were you on 9-11? Like, you know, right. like Americans remember. Yeah. Right. Um, but um, yeah, so, so, so that's funny that you make that mad about you connection because um, I'm sure most people that are obsessed enough to be listening to a podcast about friends would know this, but um, there's another mad about you connection um, in this episode where, or sorry, not in this episode, but in friends, Um, Phoebe's evil twin sister, Ursula is actually a character on mad about you. So Lisa Kudrow played Ursula on Mad About You. And so then they were like, yeah, let's have like the two characters meet and intertwine. Right. Because they're both living in New York at that same time. Yeah, exactly. And there is an episode when the, some, some of the characters from Mad About You like come into Central Perk. Right. And they see Phoebe and they think she's Ursula. Right. So fun. Fun little Easter eggs there for people who like, I wasn't watching Mad About You at this time. So no stuff I didn't know actually. Um, okay. So this episode opens up with, well, okay. It opens up with Phoebe at the coffee shop at Central Park. So we're back to like the opening scene in Central Park. Yeah. Which is um, this the first time she's playing guitar in the show and she only plays for like half a second, but I can't remember. Well, she plays later. She, yeah. Yeah. I think so because, because Rachel introduces her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, and then she does play, she does sing a little song during the blackout. That's hilarious. And one of my, <laughs> yes. one of my Phoebe songs, it's like, you know, and on a really like, it's not like smelly cat, but it is a really funny one. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it's the first time we see Phoebe playing guitar at the coffee shop. But what I was going to say was right after the credits, it goes to them um, sitting on the couch and they're all talking about the craziest place they had sex. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of was here are Monica and Ross talking about their <laughs> sex lives in front of each other again, which like, again, weird. listeners, we don't have brothers, so we don't, I guess, don't know, but like, that's weird, right? I, I would think so. I, would I so. have to imagine that's strange. I mean, he does make a joke about it and he's like, my little sister, ladies and gentlemen, but it's like, whatever, you guys are grossly open about this kind of stuff. So... I do think that Ross and Monica are like way too cozy about this stuff. It's like super weird. It's super weird. Yeah. Which is funny because this actually comes up later when Rachel dates a guy that she thinks is like too close to his sister. And they're like, ew, weird. We're not that close. But I'm like, for the first entire season, y'all talked about your sex lives in front of each other and like penis size and like (laughs) – Anyway, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's fine. Um, so what happens during this one is there's the blackout. And so the, like everybody's inside, um, the apartment and they're like having little conversations. Um, 
after they have that, like, where was your first time conversation? Um, Rachel, Rachel's was like the foot of the bed. And she's like, I've just never had a passionate relationship before. And so Ross is like, oh, I see big passion in your future. And she's like, oh, thanks, Ross. And then like, pats him on the head. Yeah, basically pats him on the head. And he's like, thinking like, yes, I'm in. And Joey's like, you're in the friend zone. Yeah, which I feel like was before their time using the term friend zone don't you think on honestly like i think a lot of words were popularized like phrases that are common household phrases now i think a lot of them were popularized by this show and we just didn't realize it because we were too young like i've said before i really think that the term commando like i'm sure it existed before Mm -hmm. but i don't know how widely used it was and i feel like the same for friend zone do you feel like ross invented got milk (laughs) I still maintain that there is some like this show is fronted by the milk industry, (laughs) dairy industry, because there's so many references to got milk, which I know was a big campaign ad in that time. But so were other things. This one is woven throughout. So like, look, conspiracy theory, there's some sort of like underground milk money. Maybe that's where they're getting all the cash from. Maybe that's who was fronting all of the money for their show. Maybe one of the writers was also on the board for milk. The board or for like, milk. I don't know, but somehow <laughs> <laughs> that secret, that sweet, sweet milk money. Anyway, um, I yeah. So Ross claims to have invented gumma. Anyway, um, but it's funny because this is the second time I feel like they use Joey to like popularize a phrase because before it was command or no, sorry, commando comes later. But so maybe it's the first time he says friend zone. So yeah, Matt LeBlanc. Such an influencer mm-hmm. before the time of influencers. Um, speaking of the friend zone, though, what, what do you think? Like, do you think Ross is in the friend zone here? Do you think he did it to himself? Do you think she just like, like, what? Do, what's your feeling on it? So I think he is in the friend zone. Um, I don't think he's trapped there yet. But I don't think that like giving her like vague advice is making a move. You know, like nothing about that to me, like if a guy was saying that to me, nothing about that would be like, wow, he's into me. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I liked him and then you see what you want to see. That's exactly it. But he probably thinks like I'm being so obvious and she's like, oh, my friend's just being nice to me. And she's just not there. Like, I mean, I really don't think obviously we know they get together, but even if I didn't know that, I wouldn't say she's completely uninterested but I just don't think that she's thought about it. I've got you know, to say, like, though, yeah, sorry. Yep, I'm with you on that one. Because I know at the end of this episode, when she, or sorry, the end of this season, when she finds out, then she's like, oh, well, now I like him too. And I'm like, that's, but that's, like, I've been there before, and we can get to that story a different time about, like, not thinking of somebody like that. And then once you find out they're thinking mm-hmm. about you like that, you're like, oh, well, I've just never even considered it. But, the only thing that I'm just like, well, she should have considered it is because in the first episode, he asks her if he can ask her out. So that to me is like, well, if your friend, like if someone's asking you like, oh, maybe I'm going to ask you out sometime, like you at least know that they're interested. Yeah, but it's been like probably a long time. I mean, seven episodes, it's at least seven weeks, two months. 
It's kind of a long time. Yeah, I guess, maybe maybe she just like didn't even register. Maybe she just like thought it was a throwaway comment. Yeah, and I also think like in their world and probably in a lot of people's worlds, maybe in our world, I don't really know. Like you can ask somebody on a date and it's not like they're trying to marry you. Yeah, for sure. But you would just think like if somebody was like, oh, I'm going to ask you on a date, you're kind of like, okay, well, clearly this person, maybe she's just so used to people being attracted to her that she's like, nah, okay, yeah. maybe, maybe not, whatever. Like Probably. I get asked it all the time. I Must do. I nice, think that like Jennifer she took his, his comment as being very casual. And so I yeah. just don't think she's sitting around like waiting for him to ask her on the date, you know? Right. Okay. Or even registering that like to him, it's a big deal. Right. And like him talking about like her having passion in her life, like, what he should have said was with me. I mean, maybe not because that sounds really cheesy, but you know, he could have like segued that a lot better. Yeah. Or been like, let me show you what I mean. Or like, oh, you've never been treated right. Like, let me take you out on a date and show you like, you know, how to treat a woman or something. Or like I don't quoted know. a boys to men song like you are right now. Am I? I mean, a little bit. Which I one? Mean, any of them. He this doesn't true. Treat you right. Let me take you out, show you what Girl. a woman needs. I don't know. Girl. Yeah, you're totally right. Maybe. It's um just any <laughs> Or that one time when Backstreet Boys tried to be Boys to Men Soulful. And we're like, mm, this song was definitely written originally for Boys to Men and they yeah. don't want it. So they gave it to the Backstreet Boys, which is not me complaining. I love the Backstreet Boys. So don't don't twist my words. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so you're right. So she like tousles his hair. Joey's like your friend zoned. And he's like, why don't you just go like actually make a move instead of like alluding to making a move? Good advice, Joey. Exactly. Not, he doesn't always have good advice, but I'm glad this time he did. Um, and so he's like, oh, I'm just waiting for the right time. And Joey's like, you mean like right now where it's like dark and there's candles and it's like romantic. <laughs> I love how he says, he's like, what's putting you off? The candles, the mood, the moonlight. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're waiting like, for the is... perfect time. And like, you're basically in like a romantic evening. Go for it. That was like tailor made. Yeah, exactly. So while um, Ross goes outside to like make his move on Rachel, which you're like, finally it's coming. Um, he gets attacked by this cat <laughs> And it is really cute, but it's also hilarious how they're singing like top of the world looking down (laughs) in creation. (laughs) He's like out back, like getting rabies. So um, (laughs) he never went and got a shot for that. It's Ross. He probably already had his rabies. He was up on his immunizations, even though he just told Monica to like shirk all financial responsibility you know that like Ross is up on his immunizations. Totally. He's a doctor after all. So, (laughs) um, yeah. So, um, so, so they, they now have to like figure out who this cat belongs to his, his plan was foiled by this cat. And, um, so, um, Phoebe and Rachel like walk around the building trying to figure out who it belongs to. This is where we first meet Mr. Heckles. Mr. Heckles. Who's a very important, extra how many seasons is he in do you know um i think just two is he just for one and two i think so um he originally was just gonna be in this episode and as like crazy neighbor yeah and they decided to keep him on which i think is another like fun little thing that they wove through was mr heckles and his crazy bathroom yeah he's a good one yeah and his bathrobes are hilarious and i yeah I, i like 
I, I mean, he's not a favorite character, obviously, but he's he's <laughs> Bob Buttons. Um, Bob yeah, Buttons. he's a funny. It's a great name for a cat. <laughs> there is a great. Why not? Why not rename Steve? I'm renaming my cat Bob Buttons. It's official. Maybe that should just like be his nickname. His name's Steve, Steve but his AKA friends call him Bob, Bob Buttons. Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be okay. With we it, gave right? him a nickname longer than his real name. Yeah. I'll see if he answers to it later and let you guys know. Okay. Yeah. Only if it's natural, of course. Um, right. So we meet Mr. Heckles and this is also where we meet Renee's. Would you say, would you say one of your least favorite extras or like, are you going that far? And he's one of my least favorite like plot lines. I just feel like we could have kept Ross and Rachel apart other ways. He's just kind of okay. slimy Why do you... and gross. Yeah, I guess he is, isn't he? He's attractive at all. He looks like somebody on the front of an olive oil bottle. Um, he, I think it's, do you know what makes him, I don't like when Rachel and, okay, I'll tell you at the end because it's a spoiler. So we'll get there. But fair, you don't, you don't think he's attractive. You think he's slimy. Um, I don't think he's unattractive. Okay. Should, it's also a great time to know Ashley and I are never attracted to the same people ever. Which is probably why our friendship has lasted the test of time. Probably. I mean, it, there's other reasons, but that surely helped. We didn't have to navigate that quagmire. We've never been attracted to the same person. Never. And typically it's like, because I'm attracted to attractive people and Ashley is not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sh- she's correct. That's actually very true. Um, but I feel like we should caveat that by saying my current boyfriend he is very cute. Is very attractive. Yes. And yeah. I, that's the first thing I said to her. I said, Ashley, he's actually like classically good looking yeah are she's like sure? well this is the she <laughs> are you sure that sure you want to go um, she was like this this is actually an attractive human he's the most attractive so sorry for all of my other boyfriends who are listening um but sorry, yeah written renee's vote never thought I'm not that sorry not a one <laughs> love you like a brother i guess I'm sure they're all listening to our podcast because what guy does not listen to his ex-girlfriend's friends-themed podcast with her best friend? Like this, if this is just fodder for exes, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Especially guys who are exes. They usually do this kind of stuff. Girls never do. I do have to say there's at least one of my exes that like, I would not be surprised if he's gay. And I know you know who I'm talking about. But even if he's gay, I don't know if that necessarily means he's listening to our podcast. Like, he's certainly not. I'm sure (laughs) none of them are listening to our podcast. And if you are, hi, how are you? I hope things are well for you. Like, don't, you don't have to, like, reach out and contact me, please. But, like, nah. Like, I just, like, hope from afar that things are going well for you. And, like, that's all. Let's just leave it there. (laughs) Ashley would like to keep you guys in the friend zone. Or the ex-friend zone. I know. The X friend zone. Anyway, yes. So, um, yeah, so we got Paula all up in here. Yeah. Moving on Same in. But days. it's like, I don't know. I don't hate it because it's like Rachel had just said that she's never had like a spicy relationship. And now she's got Paolo who's like giving her all kinds of feels, you know? Totally. I mean, yeah, I'm not mad at her. I just, you know, he's kind of it. But I guess whatever floats your boat, Rach. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. She is like, you know, she's a young woman in New York City mm-hmm. in the 90s. So she's just, she's a metropolitan yeah, gal. I get it. Like the accent, like the exotic element of the whole thing. Um, and like, I do love when he talks to Phoebe and he says something in Italian. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, yeah. You betcha. 
But way later on, in like season eight or something, Joey's on a show and his grandmother only speaks Italian. Yes. And she comes to watch the show and Phoebe just starts talking to her in Italian. And they were like, Phoebe, you speak Italian? She goes, looks like it. <laughs> she goes, guess so. You're totally right. So I maybe forgot she about understood that. him, whatever he said. And that's why oh, she, she agreed with that's him. That's why she said you um, speaking of accents, um, what kind of, I, I do feel like everyone likes a guy with an accent, mm-hmm. right? Like what's, what do you, what accents do you like? I mean, I love a good British accent. Yeah. I feel like British accents, the most popular in the U S for yeah. sure. But I don't know. What accent do you like? Um, I, I have to be honest. Like I actually am kind of hesitant of guys with British accents because I just feel like they know they're like trying to charm me. Like I'm very like untrusting. Um, but I, I don't know. You know, I do Kiwi accent. Shout out boyfriend. Um, no, I, I, his ex, we, we spent half our relationship going, what, wait, what, what did you say? What? Um, but I just think it's funny that, um, here in New Zealand, um, all the girls really, they think that Irish accents are really hot. And they're like, mm, love a good, sexy Irish accent. I'm like, sounds like a leprechaun. Is that the adjective? That's what I said. Sorry, <laughs> Ireland. Love you. Love you. That's also what I said to an Irish guy that I was chatting me up in a bar recently. I was like, I was like, I am sorry. Sorry. I can't understand a word you're saying. You sound like a leprechaun. And that's are you looking for how my boyfriend knows that I'm not can I help you? <laughs> because it's over there behind the bar. <laughs> yeah. Are you here to help me ward off spells? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I love a good English accent, but I'm really, I'm picky about my English accents. Okay. Um, what kind? Tell us more. Well, I love a good, like, Queen's English. Like a really, my friend Jordan, oh. he's got the best accent. Honestly. Does he have a Queen's English accent? He has a great accent. And he grew up in Somerset which is basically like a southern ac- a southern English accent, if you can imagine. But he doesn't talk like that. His whole family does. But he has a great accent. And my old neighbor, Rob, had the best accent, too. I don't know if it's completely Queen's English, but, like, I don't know. They have nice accents. It's, it's not like a dirty, like, isn't it, bro? That's like Cockney. That's like northern London, eastern London. Yeah. We were watching um, – See, I, I can't tell, like you probably can tell like the regions and the types and like, oh, that's a Queen's English. That's like a public school. That's like a whatever, right. whatever. Um, I said public school. So like derisively, but like, that's we where went I to went. public I just, school. Yeah. Yeah. Like all our lives, but it's just, I know in England it's different, but um, I was watching the Ricky Gervais um, Netflix special and like, I didn't realize he was so like, isn't it bravs, Yeah. Like, he's got oh, a like, gross accent. He's got like a real dirty accent, but um, yeah, look, I, I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of, so you're not like a, um, there's somebody, I was going to say Ed Sheeran, but I actually don't even know what he sounds like when he speaks. <laughs> um, there was somebody, oh, it's Jamie Oliver. Um, apparently, which I've never actually watched any Jamie Oliver, yeah. um, but I'm told that like, he actually is from like quite a posh family, went to like um, prep school, like private prep school and all this stuff, but like puts on like a commoner's accent, like just to like make him, it's like basically like trying to sound more like street cred. Like, okay. Yeah. I guess, I guess maybe me saying I like Queens English is wrong because I don't like the very nasally uppity accent. Like the guy, okay. Nobody else probably watches this, but I have a husband who's obsessed with cars. So he loves, um, 
that car show. Crap, what's it called? Driving? That driving car 30? show would be great. <laughs> um, driving 30? Uh, it's on Amazon now, but it was like on BBC forever. Oh, geez. Oh, is it the one with um, Jeremy Corbett? Yeah. It's called like Gear. Top Gear. Top Gear. Yes, that was rough. Top Gear. With so, Matt yeah, LeBlanc, is Jeremy, it? That's, that's the guy, the older guy. I don't like his accent. It's too like, oh, yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, smarmy. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, which Joey took over Top Gear for a while. He did. I was going to say Matt LeBlanc was on yeah. Top Gear. It's because that Jeremy guy was like embroiled in scandal. Mm-hmm. Well, he like punched her anyway. in Oh, I think it was more like sexual in nature, allegedly. I don't I don't know. I'm only saying allegedly so we don't get sued. No, I'm pretty sure it was like he was just like someone pissed him off in the crew. Like punched like, somebody. Punched okay. Gotcha. But then, like, he was the just crew like crew left with them. Oh like, wow. Oh solidarity. Yeah. So, Wait, left with the puncher with or the left puncher. with the punchy? With the puncher. Oh, like, well, that's not cool. Well, I mean, you don't know the whole story. We don't know the whole story. We don't know what he said to get punched. Oh my gosh, you're so right. So, Thank you. Thanks for bringing it back. You're right. Sometimes people need to get punched. Maybe not punched, but you know, we don't just have yeah. to defend people because they got punched. Um, <laughs> you're right. We don't have to. We don't have to die on that hill. No, I'm not dying on that hill. Um, but yeah, but also like, I think somebody speaking another language definitely sexy, unless it's like, I don't know something not sexy but i mean someone's speaking italian say, what are you gonna throw into the bus here i mean i don't know if german is like really sexy with all the like you know noises <laughs> a lot of ch's but i'm gonna say um, like i work with a oh go ahead i work with a couple dutch guys oh. and they've got a lot of like uh-huh. hacking and they're like like Hooten, and I'm like, it's just a lot, and I'm not comfortable doing that yeah. in an office environment. Well, Dutch is like, they will Danish as well. Both yeah. of them are like, <laughs> they will use five vowels when one will do. There's like five O's in a word. You just need one. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know if any of those are very sexy, but I'll say like, I mean, someone speaking Italian, someone speaking French, someone speaking Spanish, Portuguese, like. Yes. Oh, Portuguese is confusing. Well, it's like half French, it's like, half Italian. Or, yeah. Spanish. No, it's it's like French, Spanish, uh-huh. Russian. It's like, what are you speaking? Yeah. It's not just like a mix. I've got to say, though, like, I, you guys, don't worry. Like, we appreciate the irony of two Americans sitting here talking about, like, whose accents are sexier. Like, not ours. Although I do have to say, like, since living here, and maybe you got this, Renee, when you lived in London. Mm-hmm. People are like, ooh, I love an American accent. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, you don't. Like, yeah. <laughs> who loves an American accent? Apparently a lot of people. People who don't have them. Yeah. Um, people would tell me that all the time. They would ask me to say certain things. It was hilarious. Yeah. they. Whenever I say, like, um, we were, there's this um, plant nursery here called Plant Barn. But of course, they all pronounce it like Plant Barn or however Kiwis talk. <laughs> I still can't get their accent. Um and like when I said plant barn, like every time I say it, they all just like roar with laughter. Like, say it again, say it again. Plant barn. <laughs> I'm like, or like tater tots. They don't have those here. I mean, they have them. They just don't call them tater tots. They call them something else. Or they call them potato Potato koftkas or something. Oh. But I'm like, oh yeah, tater tots. And they're like, oh, that's so precious. And I'm like, okay, you guys call, you guys call football footy. So like 
as far as precious goes, they win. But anyway, yeah, I once had um, a French girl be like, your accent's so beautiful. And I was like, okay, straight up, like you are mocking me. I know the French don't like American accents. So like, don't even put me on. Maybe she was the one. Maybe she did. Maybe. Yeah. I thought that was, I was, she was really sweet. So she probably wasn't lying, but anyway, yeah. Tell us, write us, write to us. Tell us what your favorite accents are. (laughs) So curious. One, I would love to hear it. I feel like, um, but yeah, I feel like the most popular in America, I feel like, um, English and I feel like Australian will get you quite far. I like Australian accents, but I don't necessarily think that they're sexy. I think they're fun. That's it. I was going to say, I don't think they're sexy in the least. Sorry, Aussies. But I do think that there's like some sort of like fun quality about them where you know that they're just like so playful and that takes you pretty far in the US, I think. I mean, I like Kiwi accents too, but once again, I don't know if it's like sexy. I feel like they're like hanging on to some vowels a little strangely as well. They are. I love them. <laughs> they are so self-deprecating. They're like, ugh, Kiwi accents. And I'm like, I hear you. So anyway, back to... Yeah, so Paolo and his accent. <laughs> um, Right. So Rachel's like into the accent, yeah. into the like tall, dark, and handsome, which, okay, another caveat, tall, dark, and handsome. Can I tell you... When, when someone says tall, dark, and handsome, what do you think of? I mean, a, probably like Italian man, yeah. What Like what? what is it? Like what is it that's like – like obviously we know what tall is, dark. Like what does that conjure? I would think like brunette. Yeah, apparently so would the rest of the world. Um, I always thought that meant like dark skin or like dark complexion. Oh, maybe. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. But like this whole time, okay, my 31 years of existence, I've thought, I've thought tall, dark and handsome was like a man with like, like, like a tan guy, like tan or like dark skinned because somebody was like talking about like a Scottish, I think it was like James McAvoy or something. And they were like, oh yeah, he's just so tall, dark and handsome. And I'm like, that pasty guy? Like he's not... (laughs) Yeah, but he's pale. And they're like, no, it's just like he has like dark hair. And I was like, oh my God, is that what that means? I'm such an idiot. So I had no idea, but apparently uh, it's one of those things, you know, when you're just like everyone else knows this common sense thing and you Mm -hmm. don't. That's, I just learned that literally a few months ago. So anyway, I thought that was quite funny because I was like, oh, (laughs) this whole time I've always been like, I like brunettes. Like, yeah, tall, dark, and handsome, just like everyone else, Ash. Anyway, um, so she's into this tall, dark, and handsome man, Paolo. Um, And they, what else is happening? Oh, um, so they're doing that. Paolo's there. Ross is hates him you are a huge crap weasel crap weasel (laughs) okay sure um and then there's the there's the other um plot point which is mr chandler um with jill goodacre victoria's secret model which i love i think it's so funny because i think it's very chandler like first of all Jill jill goodacre she got a cell phone she's so fancy well, I mean, she's, you know, a famous model. Yes, that's true. She's got to call Milan, probably. Call with Milan. Um, but when he, when she's talking to her mom, she's like, I'm not alone. I'm here with, I don't know, some guy. 
and he in his head is like some guy um some guy yeah yeah. So he was some guy there, and he's like dancing around towards her and her face he yeah, turns yeah. around i love it so much it's just so chandler it's my favorite I know you said you don't love it. It but is I pretty think that's funny. Hilarious. Like him trying to be. Oh, I don't hate it. And he just can't. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Well, when she's like, "Do you want to call anybody?" and he's like, "Yeah, yeah. three hundred guys <laughs> I went to high school with." Like, it's pretty. And funny. I love him trying to. Oh, I'm an OTM festival with Joe Goodacre. Put Joey on the phone. Mm. <laughs> um, I. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I do. I do love the part where he's like, yeah, chew some gum. It's impish. And then he like yes. starts choking and then spits it out. And he's like, way to go, yeah. imp. Like it's, it is very like self-deprecating and hilarious. And it is what makes Chandler so likable is his like, his like boyish, yes. impish like qualities. And also when she offers some gum. And he's like, oh, does it have sugar? And he's, she's like, yeah, I think so. Sorry. He's like, oh, then no thanks. First of all, I don't know if I've ever had gum with sugar. Do they make gum with sugar? I feel like all of it is sugar-free. I think that's – I think I think you better be careful and go look at your gum because it. Uh, having a mom who was very concerned about this, um, all gum is not sugar-free. Yeah, oh. it, all gum is not sugar-free. It should be that's nowadays, but it's yeah. not. But just – Maybe go eyeball your gum. I mean, I don't chew very much gum anymore, but when I do, it better be sugar-free, I guess. But uh, you never you know, and gum both. might be perfection. <laughs> <laughs> On second thought, gum would be perfection. Uh, it is. It is good. You're right. Like, I mean, anybody would be starstruck, yeah, right? And her dialogue is so good. But and then like trying, you know, it's cute when they like finally become friends. After she gives them the Heimlich maneuver, which fun fact, I just learned how to do the other day. Why no, did you need no, to? I can't remember how it came about, okay. but um, there were two people in the group who are medical professionals, so they gave us all a quick <laughs> tutorial on how to do Heimlich in case we ever need it. Do you know what? That's, that's yeah. great. It's great I knowledge. When I was 11 and took a babysitting course, but that was a solid 21 right. years ago. And I, of course, don't remember anything. Well, no, I just don't remember. It's the same. Oh. I just don't remember. Um, I learned for when I was a lifeguard because we had to do all mm-hmm. kinds of like first aid and yeah, you're right. That doesn't change, but, um, um, chest compressions and that kind of stuff that like, re- like, I can't remember what the word is for that. I don't know why, but oh, that yeah, changes. I don't know how to do that. Um, I know how I was taught, but it's probably changed since, but like, I feel like anything to keep the heart pumping is just pretty good. But like, it used to be like. 15 chest compressions for one breath of air Um, mouth to mouth. That's it. And now it's like 30 for two, or I mean, maybe it's back to, I don't know. I don't know. We are, don't (laughs) ask us. You don't want us trying to save you because it's not going to go that well. Um, So I looked at Jill Goodacre because I was like, I obviously don't remember her being a Victoria's Secret model because I was a kid and didn't know what Victoria's Secret was. But um, first of all, I like that she's like, not in the like heroin chic style of model. Like, no, that's right. She's like normal. She's like she's kind of thick, like in a good absolutely way. Absolutely beautiful. And like her old Victoria's Secret stuff, like she's got like gorgeous curves. Like I just think she's got it going on. But she's married to yeah. Harry Connick Jr. Did you know that? I um did not. And I also like I know I have heard mm-hmm. his name a lot before and like sometimes on this show. And I think he sang a song that our moms yeah. liked i'm sorry i don't 
think so I he's a singer Jr. and is. an actor and i get him confused with robert downey jr but i get robert downey right. jr confused with hugh jackman and so i yes i get except i get i was thinking hugh grant Oh, he could fit in there too. Yeah, but like, honestly, who are these people. Speaking of tall, dark, and handsome, they all are. So it's it could be—they are the same person to me. Yeah, and I can never remember. I'm always so confused how they're all in the Marvel movies, and I don't understand those either. So I think just Hugh Jackman is in the Marvel, and and I guess Robert Downey Jr. is an Avenger, but Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. So wh- okay, who's so Harry Connick Jr.? Are. Well, I know I don't those know two. If he's in Marvel. <laughs> Well, he sings no, like uh, Michael Bublé style music. Was he in any shows we would recognize? Uh, I don't know. I guess we could take a quick break and Google Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> Let's just do it really fast. Although, Three like, I don't think he's in that, does he? I don't he's recognize not. him. He looks, he's hot. Is that what you said? No, I said I don't, he's not. Oh. Um... He sings The Way You Look Tonight, It Had to Be You. But, like, what was he in? Aw, March 23rd, 2018, Harry Connick Jr. gets candid on his lasting marriage to Jill Goodacre. They're still Aww. together. Yeah, they're still together. Yeah, I know. I saw that. And he had, like, a drug problem for a while or something. Oh, my gosh. I'm making stuff up. Maybe he didn't have a drug problem. I think you're thinking of Robert Downey Jr. Oh, see? <laughs> Honestly, they are all the same to me. Like, they are all the same. Interchangeable. Um, Jill Goodacre and Harry Connick Jr., congrats. Like, Keeping good the on you. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, we're proud of you guys. Not that you care about us, but like, but this, is, this is great. If you do, please write in. This is the kind of stuff that's like, wow, this like gives me hope in, in marriage. Like, you know, Freddie Prince Jr. and and Sarah Michelle Geller like ripped to that relationship. That was a pretty sad one. So it's good to see that this lasted the test of time. Hold on. When did they break up? Maybe they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me I'm not the quick. person to go to about celebrity gossip. I, I don't keep up with it. I just, if there's something on the radio and they mention it when I'm driving, then I hear it. Like no, I know I don't think um, Jennifer and Brad broke up. But that's about it. Oh, no. It. Apparently, it said in 2017, they're still together. Yeah. Good for uh, Harry Connick Jr. and Jill Goodacre. Keeping the dream alive. So, yeah. Even though, sorry, Harry Connick Jr., we don't know who you are. We're still very proud of your your family man. Yes. Love it. Work. Yeah. Great job. And and if you overcame a drug problem, congrats on that, too. Still, you know, TBD. We're not saying you did. We have no idea. We You could be the other tall, dark, and handsome man that we're getting confused <laughs> with. Um, so, right. So, um, so that's happens with Chandler. And then at the end, um, the last candle goes out and they're like doing scary voices and scary laughs in the dark. And, um, Ross does one and then the lights come back on. And when they come back on, he sees Paolo and Rachel kissing. And that's what I was going to say. He looks so unattractive when the way she's like holding his hair, he looks like a it looks like a girly wig like it's really gross and so i just feel like ew let his hair go it looks disgusting yeah it looks greasy but i think it's it's like yeah it's like frizzy i think it's hilarious in that scene 
when Ross basically just got like gut punched and is like, whoa, ha, ha. and Joey comes up to him and goes, Hey, this may not be the best time, but you have to throw a party for Monica. <laughs> I oh love my that God. Part like, too. It, it like actually makes me laugh out loud. Yeah. Cause earlier when he's trying to talk Rachel or sorry, Ross into going outside to talk to Rachel, he doesn't want Monica to go out there. And so he tells her right. that Ross is throwing her a party. Right, oh, a surprise geez. party. Yeah. Oh, I just love that. Like the timing of it, like just hilarious. So it's so good. It's so good. So that's I think all the good stuff about this episode. Yeah. Um, the next one is a little bit sadder and a little bit um, less upbeat. Um, but actually, having rewatched the next one, which is the one where Nana dies twice, um, I actually forget that it goes on as long as it does. And yeah, it's just one of those ones that I forget about all the different scenes. So it's pretty funny too. So anyway, um, thank you guys for listening this time. Please join us next time for the one where Nana dies twice. Thank you. See you next time. Thanks. See you then. Bye. Bye.